so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. It's uh, tonight. It's a bit of change, like it's uh, Julien for the for the Marseille view. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a substitute of um, of uh, Stefan who cannot make it tonight. But we're going to have a small interview uh, about the two signings uh, at OM. And for that, I'm very happy to to welcome uh, Jeremy Beren, uh, who is going to uh, to answer my questions for 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 today. Uh, hello, Jeremy. Hello, Julien. Hello, hello. Great to be on the show with you. Thank you very much. Uh, could you uh, could you please uh, introduce yourself a little bit for our uh, for our audience, please? Yes, absolutely. So I'm Jeremy. Um, my day job is as an editor, a digital editor at Marca, um, one of the the largest uh, sports papers in in Spain. Uh, I also write about Atlético de Madrid on Into the Calderon which is uh, the SB Nation home for all English language Atletico content. Um, I've been at Into the Calderon for, gosh, I think this is my eighth season covering Atletico. Um, all right. ITC. I've, co I've, I've covered the team live uh, from the Metropolitano on the ground in Spain. Um, most of my work has been done here, though, in the United States. Great, great. Wow, very nice. Very nice, uh, very nice, uh, interesting uh, uh, jobs you have. It must be. It's it's always a uh, it's always great. I think to work in the in the field, which is also your passion. It's uh, it yeah, it's absolutely. A it's, it's a great. privilege. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thank exactly, you very much. It is a privilege. Mm, yeah, exactly. I think we have a small um, we have a slight uh, delay, uh, so um, it it might be a, a bit of of a problem for our audience, but I I hope it it won't be too much of a problem. Maybe because of we are we are located in very, very different parts of the world at the moment, but yeah. I hope it will be fine. Yeah, I hope it will be fine for everyone. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's move on already to uh, to um, to the reason why uh, why you are with uh, with us today. So tell us more about uh, Renan Lodi and Geoffrey Condobia. So uh, to introduce them, there there are two new signings uh, who are now joining OM now at this at, at, at the summer window, and uh, you know like um, on the paper. Uh, quite uh, high quality signings for, uh, for for a club like OM at the moment. Um, but if you um, if you want to tell us uh, something about like for example already just to introduce them like their their positions and style of play qualities maybe weaknesses also etc like a, a general um, you know like a general overview of of, of these two players. Uh, please. Sure, I'm I'm happy to. I mean I watched both of them very closely over the past couple of years. Uh, Lodi, not quite as much last year, given he was on loan in the Premier League playing Nottingham Forest. Um, but let, I'll start with Kondogbia, um, who was the first out the door this window. His exit was viewed as a priority uh, in Atletico's front office after two and a half seasons with the 
the club. Uh, he goes to Marseille, reunites with Marcelino on a four-year contract, a transfer fee of around seven, eight million is what I heard. Kondogbia um, had a, a kind of an interesting Atletico career, an up and down uh, career in red and white. He joined us from Valencia outside of the transfer window in 2020. We were granted an exception uh, to sign him outside of the window because mm-hmm. we had sold Thomas Party for his release clause. He went to Arsenal that that summer. So we signed Kondogbia in November of 2020. Um, he did play. Uh, a minor role, but a role nonetheless in helping Atletico win La Liga for the first time in seven years. And he was an important player during the 2021-22 season where we saw mm-hmm. a lot of Kondogbia's best qualities, um, particularly in the Champions League. He stood out in our Champions League campaign that year. Um, Kondogbia swallows up a lot of ground. He's pretty mobile. Um, his positioning is usually pretty good. Excellent tackler um, in terms of ball recoveries, interceptions. Um, things like that. He grades out really highly in those defensive metrics. Um, what Kondogbia is not quite as strong at is his passing range, his technical ability, and that ultimately contributed to why Diego Simeone, Atletico's longtime coach, uh, didn't use him quite as much last season. He made only 10 starts, 20 appearances in all, and just, again, the, the technical uh, limitations uh, of Kondogbia's uh, style of play. Uh, Simeone wanted a pivot, a number five with a bit more of an expansive passing range, uh, someone who could help bring the ball out of defense and reliably spray it around. Kondogbia isn't quite that type of player, but that doesn't mean he's not a useful player at all. Marcelino knows him very well. I think it's it's pretty fitting that he, he goes to reunite with him uh, in France where he last played when he was a 21-year-old at Monaco. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think this is this is good business for both teams. Kondogbia didn't really have much of a role in Atletico's squad anymore. Simeone and the club are eyeing someone different uh, to occupy that role. Kondogbia occupied. Um, but, you know, I wish him well. Um, you know, he did play a role in helping us win the league. And at his best, he was a, a pretty important player. He was one of our better players during the 2021-22 season. Just fell out of favor uh, for those reasons that I mentioned. And hopefully he he does mm-hmm. well at Marseille. I think he still has a couple a couple really good seasons ahead of him as he yeah. is 30 going up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ronald Lodi next. Uh, Lodi is an interesting one. And I would be, if I were a Marseille fan, I, I would almost be more excited about Lodi's arrival than Kondogbia's. Um, mm-hmm. Here is a, a young fullback who is still young. 25 years old, just turned 25 in April, um, has a lot of talent, but just hasn't quite put it all together. Atletico bought him from Atletico Paranaense in Brazil in the summer of 2019. Uh, his first season, um, well, in his very first game, he got a red card, which wasn't the, the best start. But other than that, no. he was a, a regular starter as a 21-year-old in his first season in Spain, um, put in several really good performances in that first season, uh, most notably... Uh, locked up Trent Alexander-Arnold when we played Liverpool in the round of 16 that year. Uh, Really, really good performance in the first leg of that tie. But something kind of strange happened to Lodi. After that, there was some talk that he was struggling to adapt to Spain, um, that he was a bit homesick, that he wasn't all that settled. um, And he kind of fell out of favor for the next two seasons. Uh, Popped up with some big moments, though. He scored a vital goal. Um, in the second-to-last match day of the 2020-2021 season against Osasuna that equalized that game. We eventually won that game 2-1. to one. 
without that goal, we probably don't win La Liga. So that is obviously an mm-hmm. iconic moment uh, for all Atleticos. Um, and in 2021-22, he was responsible for both goals in our Champions League tie against Manchester United, which we won and uh, moved on to the quarterfinals that year. But even still, he made only 24 starts combined between the 2021 and 2022 seasons. Uh, Diego Simeone experimented with um, a 3-5-2, kind of moving away from the classic 4-4-2 that is so often associated with Atletico. And Lodi kind of struggled as a wingback. Um, he's got, again, he's got all the talent in the world, all the technical ability that you'd want and expect out of a Brazilian-born left back. Um, but the consistency hasn't always been there for him. Um, the okay. lack of focus and inattention to his defensive responsibilities um, didn't really impress Simeone Um especially Simeone, who um, demands that defensive responsibility uh, from his fullbacks as well as their offensive contributions. So we sent him out on loan last season to Nottingham Forest. Uh, Forest were Mm -hmm. a bit of a mess last year, but they did manage to stay in the Premier League. Um, And he was a regular starter at Forest, but didn't really impress from what I saw of him and from what I read about him. Only one goal contribution. Uh, He never really seemed to, to fit at Forest, a team that was betting in so many new players, um, and there was other Premier League interest in him. There was Italian interest in him over the past couple of summers. But ultimately, we agreed to this deal with Marseille that includes a, a pretty nice um, sell-on fee. Uh, yeah. So if, if Marseille were to sell him in the next couple of years, Atletico would get, I think, 20% of a future sale, um, which is uh, a nice kicker to have. And this is a good destination for him. A Champions League level club, a reputable club playing in a big league. This would be an, a nice chance for Lodi to kind of reset his career after a couple unimpressive seasons at Atletico and another so-so year at Forest last year. Yeah, yeah. That's what I liked. Uh, uh, thank you for, uh, for, for all this information. It's very interesting. That's what I like a lot when I when I listen to you is um, about this move is that they, they both make sense uh, in mm-hmm. a sport, at, at a sport level for the players. You understand why, even though they are players of different age and in different phase of their career, but you both, in both cases, you understand uh, why, like the the move to Marseille makes sense. Absolutely. And, you know, for for the for the following of the career, and that's that's usually a good sign. That's usually a good sign. Um, uh, to to come back on uh, on Kondogbia, I had this uh, this thing in mind. Like some um, some people in France were um, were concerned that. Um, uh, he could already be at some sort of a physical decline because you know he reached the age of 30, and after quite a lot of years in um, in Atletico, where where we know that Simone, Simone asks, asks so much to his players physically and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us something about that? Is it a, is it in your opinion a, a, a potential concern, or uh, or you think uh, it's not a it's not the, an issue really? I don't think it's a big issue. Um, Julian, I think what happened last year with Condogbio was a bit strange, and we were kind of left in the dark a little bit about what was happening. He had a stretch after the World Cup where he went six or seven games without playing a single minute, and Diego Simeone was still praising him in training, saying he was doing a really good job. We haven't really been fair with Condogbia, um, but we have a competitive midfield and sacrifices have to be made. I don't think Condogbia is, is quite on the decline physically. I think he's still got a couple of really good seasons ahead of him because he he still is a physically strong player from what we saw last season. 
Um, his reading of the game from a defensive point of view is still very good. He'll get into the right position to make interceptions. He's a really good and efficient and effective tackler. Um, and I, I still think that that version of Jeffrey Kadogbia can be very useful uh, to a team competing in Europe. I also think it's important that he was a request of Marcelino, who um, Marcelino coached in Spain for many years, obviously. So I'm very familiar with how he coaches and how he manages players and sets up his teams. Marcelino and Simeone really aren't that dissimilar as coaches. Um, and I, I'm very interested to see how those two work together again. I think it's really kind of cool that they reunited. And it's a, it's a deal that works for everyone. Um, I think Condogbia will feel more comfortable closer to home in France um, and Atletico will will move on, pocket a little bit of money, get a player that maybe is more suited to what Simeone wants to do. But I mean, to, to answer the question, I don't, I don't think Condogbia is quite in physical decline just yet. Another couple of years, I think we, we can yeah, yeah, yeah. We will start okay. to see that. Okay, but that's, the, hmm, that's, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, yeah, like to um, I don't know I, I guess you 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 answered that uh, already um, already quite much but um, um how do you think how 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 would you say how suitable these these players are to to Marcelino's game um, uh, before you before you go there I would like to ask you because I'm not sure I understood did you say that in your opinion uh, Marcelino's and Simeno, Simeno, Simeone's style uh, are very similar do you mean uh, also tactically Or, um, or you, yes, or, yeah. Think, okay. Uh, in, in terms of their on and off the field, I think Marcelino is also a pretty intense coach, uh, a pretty demanding mm -hmm. coach. Um, and yeah. tactically, I think Simeone has introduced the 3-5-2 at Atletico over the past three years. And we have been playing much more in that formation than our classic 4-4-2. Um, and Kondogbia mm -hmm. really thrived, in, I think, in the 4-4-2 when we played with four The two banks of four. Kondogbia really thrived there. And I'm not sure you would know better than I would uh, what system Marcelino is planning to implement at Marseille, but I think the principles are going to stay the same. Marcelino uh, is very pragmatic. Um, he wants physically strong midfielders and defenders. Um, and similar to Simeone, he expects a lot out of his fullbacks, which we'll, we'll talk about more when we, when we circle back on Renan Lodi. Um, but yeah, Marcelino and Simeone do have quite a few similarities. It's why a lot of their contests when they were both in La Liga ended goalless or one or as a one one draw, they canceled each other okay. out. Okay. In a way, I'm um Marseille fan, I'm a bit I don't exactly know what to think about this information. <laughs> in the sense that I, I have a lot of respect for Simeone. Of course, like it's hard to not to have respect for the for the career of the guy, but um But um, football-wise, I had hoped that um, that Marcelino's football was still a bit more, um, in some ways, attacking, and mm -hmm. in some ways, uh, 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 yeah, like a bit more, a, a bit less obsessed by 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 very 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 strong defensive uh, defensive principles, and and give a bit more of creativity to to the players, and a bit more of uh, of um, you know. Straight to the goal and and a, a direct style of play, but but um but not exactly as the 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 typical Simeone uh, style. But, yeah, um, I, I think I think Marcelino will be will be pretty direct. I think um, if I know Marcelino, I think that Marseille will have a pretty solid defensive team, and they'll be they'll be fairly direct, especially against the biggest teams in Ligue 1. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good, very good. Um, yeah, so so uh, um, yeah, I I would have a I could have a question like, um, it's it's a bit of a maybe a difficult question, but we see like, do you think the um, they they could have the these two players could have the the potential um, to play um, to play a a, a role in a in, in a team like OM who has ambitions in theory to for example to reach the last the last 16 in uh, in uh, Champions League has theoretically this ambition who has a, a a strong past who has a very passionate and and massive crowd and etc but whose results have been very underpiled lately and who or a real level at the moment, he is sadly, uh, you know, pot four and last of the group in, in, in Champions League. And a few years back, we were not even a Champions League at all. And I cannot really call us a Champions League regular yet. It would be, you know, it's, it would be a bit presumptuous. So my question mm. is, do you think also like these players mentally and globally and in general have what it takes to be part of a, of a project like that? I do, especially Lodi. I'm still optimistic about Renan Lodi's future. It just wasn't going to happen for him at, at Atletico. And I think the Nottingham Forest loan last year came at the very end of the window uh, after he had asked to leave. He didn't play in the first two games of La Liga, so he asked to leave. And the loan was sorted out at the very end of the window. And, it, and it's tough for players to adjust to that. A new league, a new country, it can be difficult to adjust. So I mean, Lodi is playing, he's going to be playing in his third country in, in the same number of seasons. Um, so perhaps a, a bit of adjustment is going to be needed. I think it's important that he's getting a preseason under Marcelino and getting a preseason with his new club to try to speed up the adaptation as much as possible. But yeah, I think both Kondogbia and Lodi can contribute to a winning side. They both had a, a role to play on Atletico's last league winning team in 2021. So not that long ago. And Lodi especially has had big Champions League moments. Um, we talked about his performance against Liverpool a few seasons ago when he shut down Alexander-Arnold very impressively. Um, we uh-huh. talked about how he basically led Atletico to victory in that last 16 tie against Man United now two seasons ago. Uh, uh-huh. Lodi is, is a player who can show up in the, in the big minutes, in the big moments. It's a matter of finding the right system for him. And I'm, I'm fascinated to see how Marcelino is going to work with him because he's going to see that Lodi has a lot of offensive talent. He's really good on the ball, really smooth, um, likes to go forward, likes to get around the penalty area and take shots. Um, and I think there's a left back in there that could score five or six league goals in the season. Um, but defensively is where Marcelino is going to have to sort him out. Simeone couldn't do it. Not quite. So I'm fascinated to see if Marcelino can reach him any differently. But yeah, I, I would feel pretty good about these signings. Um, from the Atletico point of view, uh, it was good business for Atletico to move these players on uh, and give them new opportunities. And I, I think these are, from the Marseille point of view, you would know better than I would, but these weren't super expensive buys. I think they could go down as, as pretty shrewd signings in this summer transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it, it both sounded in, in in my opinion at least and I guess majority of the supporters in the opinion uh like like good signings. I mean, um 8 million for a player like Kondopia, okay, 30 years old, but um uh, but still like a a class player who knows Liga and and who knows the language and who's uh, you know, who's a very solid player with a lot of experience. Yeah. And then 13 million plus okay, 20%, but still at the moment, only 13 millions for a player like Lodi, 
only 25 years old and uh, lots to, still lots to prove and uh, and in a in a role in a role where where the quality players it's not easy to find so many so many teams even good teams are, are struggling to find uh, to find good win backs so so uh, we know we know something about that at, at OM um, mm-hmm. so so yeah yeah no no I'm 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 myself also like without seeing them play much. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, from Lodi, not at all yet. I was concerned he was not playing in a friendly yet. I, I hope he's not a. I hope it's not serious uh, injury or anything. But I've 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 not heard of of anything. But um, yeah, injury wise, anything to mention about about them? Both players have had a couple of muscular injuries. Uh, Kondogbia had has had a couple in particular over the past couple of seasons. He's missed some time. Uh, but not, I wouldn't say anything serious to worry about. Uh, Lodi has not suffered any serious injuries in his career. He made 118 appearances for Atletico in three years. Even when he wasn't playing, it wasn't through injury or illness. He was always around. And largely the same went for Kondogbia, who only made 20 league appearances last year. But again, most of that was a coaching decision to Simeone. Mm-hmm. Didn't really find a role for him last year. But yeah, they, they both players should have clean bills of health. And Lodi is only 25. And Kondogbia is and, and obviously entering his 30s now, but has kept himself in, in pretty good shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no problem on that front. That sounds great. Well, I'm very happy. Uh, I like, I like your answers. I, I was optimistic about the signings, but I'm even more now. So thank you, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Jeremy, for um, for coming over. It was very in- interesting, and uh, I wish you. I don't know is what time of the day it is uh, where you are at the moment, but uh, I would like to thank you again and to to wish you a very good day. Thank and you so much, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, and hoping maybe uh, to have a, a chat at the end of the season again to to talk about uh, our prospects and to talk about um, about how they've been doing and and all the also on the technical front because it's it sounds very interesting. Absolutely, and hey, if we meet in the Champions League, you're absolutely welcome on my show, Colt Chinero Chat. Uh, we record, uh, we try to record weekly uh, during the season. I'm happy to come back on your show as well. I'd be delighted. I'd be delighted to join, and I think over once from the Marseille crew would love that. So yeah, thank you very much. That sounds great. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank, thank you, you, Julian. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening.